Hello, everybody. Jeff Mason with Simple Biz 360 Podcast. How is everybody today uh, in the early part of February? Hope you're all well. Dietz and Matt, thank you so much. Uh, we, we love you guys. Uh, doing a great job over here at Half Coast Studios in St. Louis, Missouri. So uh, well, that's where we're coming to you today from. And we just want to give a shout out to all the countries that are viewing us and listening to us. You know, we're on YouTube, and uh, we also are on 26 audio platforms. So we just kind of did a little analytics a couple uh, weeks ago and looked at everything, and it was amazing. We were just so psyched to see that we are being viewed, and not in some cases just a couple views, but I mean hundreds and in some cases thousands. But we have audience that we've picked up, not only the United States, but in Australia, uh, UK, Peru, we have Germany, France, Estonia, Greenland, Ukraine, Russia, Norway, Sweden. So we are really excited. We're getting a lot of uh, activity across the globe and uh, very excited. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, we really appreciate it. Hope you're enjoying everything. And, you know, we want to keep just uh, trying to deliver streamlined content to you and some important stuff that can help businesses improve, help businesses strengthen, help businesses grow through enhancing customer satisfaction. That's what we're all about. So I want to make another announcement about the Christian Business Network. It's christianbusinessnetwork.com. Going to be teaching a class starting in March. It's called World Class Customer Satisfaction. It revolves around the book. You'll see the book right there, $18.95 on Amazon. You can buy it on our website as well, simplebiz360.com. And we're going to use that book and then tie Christian principles uh, back into it and really learn how to do uh, our business life in a Christ-centered fashion, building on the foundation of, of what Christian principles are. So it's kind of fun. It's going to be an interesting uh, year-long course. So again, I don't know the exact start date yet, but we'll have that up and um, you know certainly out to everybody. And we're also going to send out a little teaser video on it so uh, you folks can uh, listen to that as well. So today, uh, we come to you and we want to talk about the concept of truth. This kind of bounces off of, um, I'm almost going to call these uh, this show and the show next week a little bit of a health clinic, if you will, for businesses. But, you know, we talked about not boiling your customers in dupe soup last week. And today we're going to be talking about the concept of truth. What is truth? Where do we find truth? Does truth really matter? Does truth lead to growth? And is truth worth it? So I want to go backwards in my life and explain to you what, what it looks like when you when you're not truthful. So I'm a recovering alcoholic. I'm in my 34th year of recovery, as you guys know. And when you're in the midst of that alcoholic um, disease and it, it is overtaking you and every day of your life, you wake up and the first thing you think of in the morning is how to get high. It didn't matter if it was alcohol or not. It was just how am I going to escape reality today? And that was the that was the premise for many, many years of my life. First thing that came to thought, uh, my thought when I woke up in the morning. So when you look at that, and then you look at how you go about every day, the course of every day ends up being filled with lies. And the problem with that is as an alcoholic, as a drug-dependent person, as this substance abuse you know, life you're living, um, you think you're getting over on everybody. You think these lies are you know, getting past everybody when most of the people are... are you know, picking them apart very easily and they know you're, you know, just BSing them. 
but it becomes um, a pervasive part of life and you just continually lie and you feel you have to lie. And then the problem with that is one lie then creates an extension lie, which creates another variation of that extension lie. And then you have to kind of almost keep this mental spreadsheet going on of who did I lie to? What variation of the lie did I tell? Um, is it going to cost me if I goof up here or do I, you know, and all these different things. And you're spending all this enormous amount of time and energy just trying to keep track of who you're BSing. So it, it is important in business because I will tell you, I've been with 32 companies, nine industries, and I've worked over 75,000 hours. And I can tell you pointedly that, that, you know, there are tons of lies out there. I lied for many years of my career. It wasn't until 1996 when I called my boss from a train station one day and just said, hey, listen, I got to talk to you. I, I, you know, this is really on my mind, but I have to tell you that I, I just can't tell those little white lies anymore. And he was freaked out. He thought I was going to quit. He's like, oh, dude, you know, we're not asking you to do that. I said, I know. And they never did. They never asked me to lie. But, you know, we just get so used to that there's a problem. Instead of telling the customer the problem, we end up telling the customer a variation of what we want to tell them so it doesn't sound as drastic, and we lie. And then, you know, it just gets so crazy, and you, you know, I'm sure you realize it or I'm sure you guess it, but so many of the things that you encounter on a daily basis are today from companies you deal with are just blatant lies. I mean, they are, I, I, you know, I've been around long enough to tell you that they are, you don't think so, but they are when you, when you have a bad meal and you, and, and the waitress or waiter says, Oh yeah, you know, the, the kitchen goofed up. Uh, I'll get that. Well, chances are they never entered your order. I mean, just stuff like that, but we're just so used to just being loose lipped and saying what we want to say. So here's, here's why I want you to consider something. Your customers, we know from the silent business killers already, we know how that works, right? We know that, that your customers, if they're unhappy, 26 out of 27 of them are never going to tell you about their unhappiness. Why is that? Because they don't expect anything to change, right? And then 91% of those just go, they're gone. And you never see them again. So when they detect that you're BSing them and they can cut right through your weak story and they, you know, you didn't, your story doesn't match up with the email you sent last week or the text message yesterday or what you told them this morning, you're, you're not keeping track of your, your mental spreadsheet very well, they're done. They, they cash out and they go someplace else. So there's a lot of danger to not being upfront and truthful. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna read some things here. And again, take it from me as a recovering alcoholic, I spent probably easily 10 years of my life twisted in lies, constantly, constantly. My parents, my friends, I mean, just every work, everywhere, school, you name it. So um, here's, here's the deal about truth, which I love this. Truth creates more time for business owners. Just think of it this way. Why is that? Because truth is a straight line. It is. It's just right here. There's no variations to this. If you tell the truth and you're here in the transaction and someone asked you about something back here and I'm sliding my finger back on this straight line, you can just go back easily. You don't have to remember. There's no mental spreadsheet to keep track of. There's no, oh, what did I tell this guy? Or did I tell him what I told my boss? Or did I tell him what I told my coworker? No, you just told the truth here. They want to know more about the truth here. You slide back. It, it's just a straight line. 
You don't have to spend all this enormous amount of time and energy chasing down what you told somebody and what variation of the story you told this person and that person. And if you, you know, if you haven't been around those situations and you haven't engaged in the line, then you, then, you know, it's hard for you to imagine, but one little lie, you can tell your coworkers a different version of it, your boss a different version, your customer a different version, your wife another version of it. It just gets crazy. So truth is a straight line. Truth creates more time. Truth never has a story because it's its own story. Think about that. Truth never has a story because it's its own story. Just think about that. Let that resonate. Let that sink in for a little bit. Truth is transparent. It's easy. You, you open up the books, you can talk about it. You know, I worked for a company once that, that told me, you know, you know don't, don't put that in writing. Um, we need some wiggle room. I said, oh, so in other words, you need some room to lie. Uh, come in the conference room, Jeff. Um, sh shut the door behind you. Um, we don't call that line. We call that wiggle room. So do not send that to the customer because we need to be able to, you know, wiggle our way out of it later. Okay, basically, you're just telling me you want, you want me to save an opportunity for you to lie later. It's crap. But, you know, here's the deal. So truth is transparent, right? Truth cements integrity. If one of your core principles is integrity, truth cements that together. It just, it, 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 it allows you to project to the customer that you're a solid citizen, that you're, you're taking care of their money the way they want their money to be taken care of. Truth is honorable. Truth is valued. They do, customers do value the truth. They can sense it. Are you telling me, let's say you do a transaction with a mother that has two or three kids, and kids, you know, whatever, 10, 12 years old. You don't think this mother has heard at all at 10 or 12? Let's say they're 14 and 16. You don't think this mother has heard everything under the sun? I'm not saying every kid's deviant, but, you know, I mean, kids are kids. So, you know, you you come with some weak, you know, angle and you forget to be really, you know, tight in your lie and you, you get lazy about it. Jeez, people, they're looking right through you. They, you're done. You're, you're done. They're on to the next company that provides a, a good or service just like you do. So don't think you're kidding them. All right. Um, truth deflects skeptics. Truth deflects skeptics. Think about that. If you're always telling the truth and it always ends up being what you told them what was going to be, if you tied that expectation to the deliverable that you stated in the expectation, it, it, it doesn't leave room for skeptics. Now, you're going to, you know, you're going to make some mistakes. You're going to have to deliver some bad news. I'm just saying, be upfront about it. Remember the story I told uh, back, in a, back in an earlier podcast in 2020? Real quick, Kohl's, right? Remember that one? I was in Kohl's in a tough situation, really tough situation, in a hot room in the middle of May, getting grilled by Kohl's personnel. Man, it, it, was, it was, you know, this was going to cost my company a lot of money, right, if it didn't go the right way. And I told the truth, the solid truth. And guess what? We didn't get um, we didn't get penalized at all. And in August, I won a large contract and at a major trade show, the division merchandise manager pulled me out into the aisle and he said, the reason you won that contract is because of the way you handled yourself in May. What was he saying? He said, he was saying, because you told us the truth, you were truthful with us. We, we valued that. That's what he was saying. I'm reading between the lines, but that's what the person was saying. I'm not, not trying to pat myself on the back. I'm trying to give you a story that you can plug in and relate to 
to convince yourself that you don't need to lie. And, and again, you know, you're talking to somebody, somebody's talking to you on this mic that was a chief liar for many, many years. Uh, so truth is a magnet for more. It is. People want, they will do repeat business with you and refer you to more people. It's refreshing. Do you know how refreshing it is to get somebody to tell you the truth? Do you know how refreshing it is to have a waiter or waitress come up and go, you know, sir, you're not going to believe this. I really feel terrible, but I got so bit. I forgot to enter your order. I, I'm so sorry. Will you please forgive me? I just entered it now. We're going to throw in a dessert or, you know, I, I'm just so, maybe not even throw in anything. Just say, I'm so sorry. Can you forgive me? You know what? That is just so attractive to me. I don't know about you, but to me, it's attractive. That's honesty at work. That's somebody taking responsibility. How often does that happen anymore? You see a lot of people out there taking responsibility? No, it's always somebody else's fault. It's always something else's, you know, it's always some other reason that this didn't go this way or that way. Nah, this person forgot to enter the order. They're being truthful about it. Be truthful. It leads to more. It's refreshing. Truth glorifies God. I mean, God wants us to be truthful. I mean, it, it just no two ways about it. So if you're a Christian, you know, that, that's a God-glorifying thing. And, and truth does win in the end. It really does. And, you know, you may not think so, but it does. I've seen it all too often. Now, I, I want to just park here, and I want to explain a little bit about a phenomenon that we've seen creep up in the business world. It's kind of a side story, but you've seen it. I know you guys experience it. Um, I call it a, it's when a spinner, somebody who has adequate spinning ability, is merged together with a manipulator and these people who can manipulate things really, really well. And you merge this person together and you have the most dangerous business person I've ever run into. And I call it a spinipulator, a spinner and a manipulator, a spinipulator. What do these people do? These people are uncanny for lacing their daily activity with nothing but lies and blame shifting but the thing is, they're always an hour ahead of you. They're always an email ahead of you. They're always a, a drop into the boss's office ahead of you. They're always one step ahead of you. And it's a futile exercise. And you think, you know, I'm never going to win this. I've been involved with five. I was thinking about it today when I was taking a run. I have five spinipulators that I've encountered in my business walk. And four of them got their up and comings. And I mean, big time. Some jail. Some not, but four of them got their up and coming. And one hasn't yet that I know of. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. It, it, it may take a couple years. And, you know, it's the kind of thing where you go to the boss, you go to the owner, the company, the president, and you go, listen, I got to talk to you about something. And you lay it out and they go, no, that's not right. Our company wouldn't be the company it is today if that person wasn't doing what it's doing are you kidding me? And then two years later, we find out that we don't, we lost 500 or $750,000 due to extortion by that person who is doing the great thing and the company couldn't exist without them. You know, it, it, you know it in the middle of this manipulation, you, you realize what's going on, but you can't get the powers to be to see the light. Just be patient. Good always trumps bad. Truth always trumps lies. It may take a while. So just think about that in your, in your walk, just, uh, you know, in your business walk, it will pay huge, huge dividends. I, I, I promise you it will.
So uh, really um, kind of a neat uh, little lost in the shuffle track today I want to expose you to. And I, I'm, from, I'm from Jersey, and there was a band that came out of Long Island called Mountain uh, back in 1969. Leslie West, uh, Felix Papillardi, we had Corky Lang on the drums come over to the band a little bit later. But these guys were heavy metal. You might know them from Mississippi Queen, right? Uh, but they were really, Leslie West was really an avant-garde guitarist, in my opinion. And, you know, um, again, in high school, I went to high school 72 through 76, and we just had a love affair. A lot of us did with that mountain sound, knowing it was kind of local, coming from Long Island. And, uh, man, you know, he's no longer with us. We lost him last year. And, and I ran across a compilation of um, uh, a song called A Whole Lot of Shaking Going On. And that was a song written by Dave Curley Williams, I believe in 57. You probably know that version from Jerry Lee Lewis, kind of a famous version that he did. But I ran across this recording in, I believe it was 1989 in London. And it was Leslie West. And there was Alvin Lee of 10 years after. A great guitarist lost Alvin Lee as well. Uh, but Alvin Lee was great. Uh, Ted Turner, of Wishbone Ash, and Ted, we did Wishbone Ash a couple weeks ago. Ted's still with us and uh, doing great. Randy California. Randy California was the guitarist for Spirit and actually got his name from Jimi Hendrix. He was with Jimi Hendrix in a band in 1966, and they had another guitar, and they had another a bandmate named Randy too, so Jimi Hendrix named him, hey, you're no longer you know, whatever your real name is, you're Randy California and this guy's Randy Texas. So they called him Randy California. So he was in this group as well. And then Steve Hunter, who's just a famous session guitarist, who's added a lot of things to, you know, David Gilmore and uh, I believe Alice Cooper, Lou Reed, done a lot of session work there. Well, these guys did about a nine minute version in London live of a whole lot of shaking going on. And we want to leave you with that today. Three of these folks aren't here anymore. Uh, but man, what a cool little tune. I just thought I'd plop it on your, um, you know, on your uh, screen today. You'll see it up in the upper right-hand corner. Enjoy it. Leslie West, one of the best. Guys, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. <laughs>